0: Being able to compromise surely isn't that what like a lot of things in marriage are about. You know, you've got two completely different personalities coming together and living your life together. And you're always going to have different ideas and you're always going to have different thoughts. And I think it's really beautiful if you can have different thoughts and understand where the other person's coming from and then kind of meet in the middle somewhere.
1: Hi and welcome to the Unveiled Podcast, debunking wedding planning all the way to I do. As a photographer and videographer in the industry, we're asked daily as to where to start when it comes to planning your big day. So allow us to help you make the planning process as seamless as possible. Consider Unveiled your little black book of weddings, packed full of insight from industry experts, do's and don'ts from couples who have tied the knot, plus an abundance of info on your most requested topics. I'm Lucy, founder and wedding photographer at Lucy Weddings, and I'm here with wedding videographer and my soon-to-be husband, Eddie Blake.
2: G'day, Lucy. Today's episode is a little different from the rest. We've got a bride on whose wedding that we're both actually shooting uh, in early next year and is currently in the midst of planning.
1: Yeah, so we thought we'd change it up a bit today and launch a two-part interview. Part one is pre-wedding, and part two will follow shortly after their wedding in March next year. Our guest today is the gorgeous Dara, who many of you may know as DJ Tiger Lily. Dara, her partner Scott, and their fur baby Lenny are holding their wedding locally at Scott's parents' private property. Dara shares why finding their caterers has been so far the most testing part to their planning, why she will not be DJing at her own wedding, and the benefits of choosing the path of least resistance. Welcome, Dara. Let's start with where yours and Scott's love story blossomed.
0: Yeah, so Scott is actually best friends with my cousin. We met five and a half years ago they moved in together into this like boys house in Darlinghurst in Sydney Mitchell my cousin was like oh guys you know my cousin's a DJ we can go to the club and get free drinks and whatnot (laughs) and so the boys started all coming to my shows quite a bit I was single at the time and I just saw Scott and I was like oh yep <laughs> that's my guy <laughs> i love that and i don't think my cousin was too happy about it actually i know he wasn't too happy about it especially because they just moved into this share house and it was meant to be like you know heyday years of partying for them and Cute. yeah five and a bit years later we're still here love
2: it Oh, exciting and talk us through the proposal did you could you see it coming or was it a surprise
0: look a bit of both The actual moment of the proposal was a total surprise, but I had been nagging Scott for (laughs) sure as I think a lot of women would be nagging their partner.
1: (laughs) Absolutely, love. You're not alone there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like if, you know, you don't nag, it's not really something that a lot of people or guys in particular would think about. So, yeah, when Scott proposed, I had absolutely no idea and he was keeping me fully on my toes like the day before he even showed me a ring and said oh what do you like about this design and I can't even remember what I said but yeah I had absolutely no idea.
2: So you guys are in the midst of planning a wedding yourselves have you guys been on the same page in terms of your decision making?
0: Yeah we have actually for the most part which has been pretty good there have been some things that we've kind of not been on the same page about but i think it's about you know it's funny like organizing a wedding seems to like reflect like what a marriage is going to be like you know you've got both (laughs) got different ideas about things and you've got to come together to make a joint decision um we both love to party and so we really just want it to be a big party i think some things that we've disagreed about is the food I'm vegan and he's not vegan and so I wanted it to be fully vegan but he really loves his meat and so we have had some (laughs) emotional conversations about that (laughs) yeah and we've decided that it's going to be like 70% plant-based or vegan and he's going to have like two canapes that aren't vegan and two of the mains offerings that aren't vegan, but then all the side salads, all the rest of the entrees and everything else will be totally plant-based. So there'll be no like, you know, half vegan options or anything. It'll just be a few meat options, which I think yeah. is I'm happy with, cause I have to, you know, respect his, his, you know, diet and what he chooses. So I feel good about that now. I think I was a bit upset about it at first, but we've come to, you know, come to a good decision. We still haven't decided about things like, you know, the first dance. He's really keen on doing something like wowie and cool. And I'm a bit like, oh, no, nah. <laughs> don't particularly want to do that. So we need to make a decision on that. But I reckon... I'll just go along with his idea if he wants to create something or choreograph something, sweet as.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm, um, I am I was interested to know with that, love, the catering. So how have you guys, with you being vegan and Scott not being vegan and obviously considering your guests as well, do you have any um, recommendations as far as like vegan caterers go? Are you getting it catered or are you
0: guys doing it yourselves? Or? Um, yeah, we're definitely getting it catered. So... The catering was actually the hardest thing to book and find. It was the last thing I've booked actually, which is pretty crazy because I kind of thought being in Sydney, there'd be so many different offerings. So the tricky thing was because we're having it at a private property, there's not a kitchen set up there. Um, that It's not, you know, a wedding venue. So there's not, you know, pre-existing resources there. Mm. So, I was really keen and Scott was actually keen as well to have like one of our favorite vegan restaurants cater it. And there were a few that we kind of hit up, but the cost involved of them hiring and then bringing in like their own kitchen was really problematic. And because they're not used to catering private events, it's not something that they were doing regularly, um, unlike uh, just a traditional catering company who would have all the equipment there kind of ready to go. Yeah. And then a lot of the quotes that I got, I, I really shopped around for our caterer. Um, a lot of the quotes that we got were phenomenally expensive. Mm-hmm. Like like we're talking $300 per head just for food expensive. Wow. Wow. And, you know, Scott and I don't want to be spending that much money. So we ended up going with a company called Art Kitchen and I'm super happy with – like how we've been communicated with they've got loads of vegan options and they said that you know they could create more vegan options if we wanted more but they had plenty and they've got plenty of meat options for scott to choose from what are you finding the most and
1: least enjoyable about wedding planning
0: to be honest i've i love it all i've been really enjoying it it's been really really fun mind you i'm taking my approach for the wedding is path of least resistance that's like My vibe. So if something seems like it's working and it seems like it's all falling into place, I'm just like letting it fall into place and not overthinking it.
1: That is Um,
0: a great way to put it. Yeah. Really good way to put it. I think the least enjoyable thing was stressing about the caterer. (laughs) (laughs) And now the only other thing that is not enjoyable is kind of you know, seeing the COVID stuff continue to unfold and being like, hmm, Hmm. wonder what's going to happen here. But apart from that, I've been finding it really fun. Mind you, I, as I mentioned before, Scott and I like love to party and we love to host like we always pre-COVID were having people over for our houses, for dinner parties, we Always have birthday parties or like, you know, put on parties for the sake of it kind of thing, because we do love celebrating and we love hosting. So we're the type of people who enjoy doing things like this. So I'm not surprised that I've been enjoying it, but I can imagine that for a lot of people, it would be super overwhelming.
2: And uh, it's good that you've got, you're hosting your wedding at a private property because chances are you're probably going to be allowed to push the end time a little bit further if yes. you haven't got any. It's a big one. If the neighbours are going to be cool with it. So, because um, a lot of venues, yes. especially in Sydney and up and down the coast and all around the place, they're kind of like 11, 11 p.m. curfews. curfews. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sometimes it's that even you, earlier. I'm going to push it a little bit later.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we will. Um, We'll give the neighbours a note, that's for sure. So we're actually having um, the wedding at Scott's parents' property. And it's in Sydney, but like in the north of Sydney. And they've got quite a few acres. So the sound, like we'll definitely let the surrounding neighbours know. But it's not like, you know, they're that close by. So I think that's going to be a massive plus. And you're right, it will let us stretch the night out a little bit more, which will be really fun because yeah it's at the the last two weddings we went to you know just as the dance floor is really gearing up and turning up and everyone's letting their hair down it's time to go home it's It's like the fun place
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah i know it felt like that like oh it's like you know a club shutting and you're like hang on, where do we go next? Yeah. there's nowhere else to go. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> You've got a bit of presence on Instagram. Is that Was that your starting point for sourcing your vendors or were you looking elsewhere?
0: Uh, yeah, Instagram's been incredible for that, honestly. For like any bride or groom wanting to organize weddings, just go to Instagram. There is so much good inspo on there. So, yeah, we definitely have used Instagram for, honestly everything except for the caterer (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and so it was fantastic we um had a fair idea of who we wanted for our styling and our florals photography videography for my dress all that kind of stuff hair and makeup i think instagram makes it really easy to connect with vendors and to really access their work and to get a vibe of you know what kind of service they provide what their energy is so Mm. yeah it's been such a good tool just made it it's made it feel quite easy the whole process because there is so much accessibility and you know if you know say for example there's a makeup artist that you love but you know she's not available Instagram makes it really easy to find artists that are similar to her uh, who you might like and I've found um that a lot of people are really willing to give recommendation as well for other people. Like the wedding industry seems really friendly and that people are quite happy to share recommendation, which I really like. Yeah, um, absolutely. That's been really cool.
2: It's good that you said that actually. A lot of wedding vendors work independently and there's only, only so many shoot weddings you can actually shoot or cover mm, in a year. Yeah. So if you've got a good pool of people that you can – recommend it's uh it kind of works both ways so yeah i know it's good that a a lot of vendors are doing that
1: yeah just off that question dara are you working with a wedding planner we
0: have decided to work with danny who's from the make house we love danny
1: we had (laughs) we had danny on the other week she's She's the best
0: isn't she amazing she's amazing so She's not necessarily our wedding planner, but she's doing our styling and our floristry. And then, so that's how like everything looks for the day. Mm. If you're looking, if you're thinking about, you know, when the guests turn up, where everything's placed, how it all looks, how it's presented. And so for me, that's really important. So we've got her on styling. And then we also have a kind of a coordinator and they're from a company called White Top Venues. Oh yes,
2: also amazing. (laughs) I've worked with them a few times.
0: Yeah, and we're really excited to work with them and I would highly recommend them for anyone who is having a wedding at a private property. They provide like a complete service. So for us, they're doing you know marquee they're doing tables they're doing chairs they're doing flooring they're doing lighting oh wow um, staffing a planner and organiser on the day you know cooling heating garbage removal toilets like all the things that you get when you turn up to a wedding venue they're doing which is fantastic and it just means that it's mitigating the number of vendors that we have to engage and minimizing any risk for miscommunication and things like that so our vendor list is actually relatively small because white top are doing all that kind of logistical stuff which has just been fantastic for us that's so good
2: they're fantastic i can definitely vouch for them you'll be stoked you got them on board i'm so
1: excited to see it all come together It's going to be awesome.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm so excited as well. And I feel like once again, like it's about going, you know, path of least resistance. I caught myself at the beginning really overthinking things and thinking, oh, you know, if I say yes to this first option, is it going to be the best? Or should I be, you know, getting 10 other quotes or all this kind of stuff? And I just realized that I was making things difficult for us and myself. So, yeah, just really going with the flow has been the best approach
1: your I love your hair (laughs) it changes color all the time and I don't know anyone who can rock it like you do like honestly I'm 100% mean that have you (laughs) you. (laughs) I saw you did a post the other day it was you're in a you're in a wedding gown and it was blue and you were like, should I wear my hair blue for the wedding? And in my head I was like, yes, do it. Because <laughs> it looks so awesome and in pink as well. But if you decided, I mean, you don't have to give it away, but have you decided if you're going to change the colour of it for the wedding day?
0: Not 100%, but for the ceremony it's definitely going to be blonde um, and wig, wigless um, just because, you know, for me I think putting my wigs on and changing the colour of my hair is or it's something that really allows me to like step into my Tiger Lily personality and allows me to step into work mode so yeah it's definitely going to be blonde for the ceremony I have kind of toyed with the idea with my hairdresser of doing some sort of epic fun wig for my second dress because I have like a party dress for later I was going to ask you if you were doing a little dress change Yeah, I just, the gown I've chosen is incredible, but like super impractical, like wedding dresses are not like (laughs) the best if you want to, you know, be on the dance floor. So I've got, yeah, a fun, just little second one, which is, you know, a lot less impractical. So I'm kind of thinking maybe I will, but then also something that's holding me back is at the end of the day, the my priority is to be having fun on the day. Mm. I don't want to be one of those brides that's going for 10 makeup changes and 10 hair changes and, you know, I don't want to spend hours away from the wedding. Yeah. At the end of the day, you want to be there celebrating. So I'm kind of thinking I might do like a look change in that, like I might like pull my hair up into a high pony or something like that, but I'm thinking it kind of keep it minimal and easy yeah I guess it kind of
1: then for you as well it separates you feeling like you're doing any kind of work on your wedding day which is important. yeah totally <laughs> yeah.
0: totally yeah a lot of people have said are you gonna DJ your wedding day I'm like no way it's <laughs> my time to let loose absolutely mind you I might play like one song but like that'd be it
2: so you you must do a bit of traveling for work and you would have seen some outstanding destinations did you and scott ever consider having a destination wedding or was it always going to be something uh local on that property
0: yeah honestly there was no real question of us ever doing a destination wedding to be honest we did toy with the idea of going to a wedding venue somewhere in like sydney or you know new south wales just from a perspective of Ease because when I started to look into the wedding planning after we got engaged, I was like, oh, okay, it's going to be a lot of effort to bring everything into Scott's parents' place. So we were kind of thinking from a, you know, if we can rock up to a wedding venue and everything's kind of there, maybe that would make things easier. But when it came down to it, um, we spent so much time at Scott's parents' property and it has a really, you know, special place in our heart. We've spent so much time there and I can't wait for you guys to see it because it's absolutely beautiful. Like it's just, yeah, it's just phenomenal. So the fact that we have that space and the fact that, you know, we have memories there and we're going to continue to, Create memories there was something that was really important for us.
1: Yeah, the sentimental value in anything to do with your wedding day is, I think, a really beautiful, important thing, anyway. So,
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And even small things like, you know, we want to have our dogs there, and Scott's mum has a few horses that we love, and we want to have them there too. So it's like having even things like ha- having your animals there. Yeah. Amazing. Like, yeah. and it just makes it easy because it's your home and it's their home and everyone feels comfortable so yeah it was definitely a no brainer when we kind of teased out the pros and cons yeah so having such a busy day to day schedule dara have you
1: got have you incorporated any mindfulness techniques into your routine to help keep yourself a bit more grounded and level headed with making decisions
0: Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I have a lot of different day-to-day routines that I love to do to keep myself grounded and feeling good. And in return, it makes me feel capable and, you know, confident in my decision-making ability. Um, so I meditate every day and I exercise every day, whether it's just a long walk or something really strenuous or, you know, in between like doing a Pilates or a yoga class. Um, And that's been really important for me, even more so actually in the last month when I've been traveling away from home Um, because, you know, we're still planning things now. And I think that it's really important. Actually, it's funny that you asked this question. Last night, Scott and I were talking about where we're going to get ready. And I was in a frazzled state and it ended up just being a really unproductive conversation Mm. because I was frazzled and he was throwing things into the conversation that I wasn't expecting and it made me more frazzled (laughs) and I just said look let's leave this for now and we'll come back to it later like there's no rush so I think definitely something I've learned is that there's really no rush to make decisions on any of this kind of stuff even though people give you the impression that when you get engaged, you have to like decide everything straight away and book it two years out. Like there's no rush with really, like I feel like having that time pressure expectation taken off has been really helpful because it makes you feel like you can sit on your decision-making process a little bit more,
1: yeah, that's
0: really mm. nice. So I don't want to
1: add to the more frazzled conversation by asking if everything is in one <laughs> no, place. it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys? Just, yeah, so we've kind of touched on it anyway, having the reception at Scott's parents' place. Are you doing the same sort of thing with the ceremony? Are you going to keep that all in one place?
0: Yes, everything's there on the day, literally. Like I think all our photos will be there, ceremony will be there, canapes and nibbles will be there reception will be there i'm pushing for us to all get ready there as well because there's plenty of space scott's just having second thoughts about that but i'm hoping i'll be able to persuade him i just feel like you know it's going to be a big long tiring day and mitigating the amount of movement that we can be doing and our guests can be doing throughout the day will maximize the amount of you know, enjoyment and time and relaxation spent. Absolutely. I feel like we need to just highlight that point. It's so good that you said that.
1: Yeah,
2: it's so good that you said that.
0: Yeah, I just feel like, you know, we've been to some weddings before where you have the ceremony in this one place and then you've got to somehow race to this pub to like get a glass of champagne in before then you've got to race to this other venue where the reception's going to be. And in my head, I'm just like, oh my God, it's stressful. So our guests can arrive and then they're just staying put the whole day, which is fantastic. But in saying that, Danny from The Make House is really big on the journey of the day and like creating these moments for not only us, but for our guests. And so we're really teasing that out now and working on like the physical journey around the property. So it's, and that's quite lovely actually, because even though the guests are all gonna be on the property, the whole day, I think it's still going to be, there's still going to be some reveals and some aha moments kind of thing where they'll, you know, go to a different place on the property for one of our, you know, moments, which I think will be quite nice. Yeah, that's one thing I will say that
1: I truly love and is so unique about the way that Danny works with her couples is that she has this ability to transport without actually physically moving you to a different location it's it is a journey and it's so she does it so beautifully so yeah you can definitely trust that she'll nail that
0: oh my gosh we've just like she's amazing for anyone that's getting married book her (laughs) go down I cannot speak of her highly (laughs) enough like she is the most chilled person which I think is also a reason why I'm relaxed about the whole thing like all our vendors are chilled as, which is fantastic. And I think that's so important because if you've got vendors rising you up and stressing you out, it's just not going to be productive. And yeah, she's really honest as well with things like, you know, if she doesn't like something that Scott and I have said, she'll be like, no, nah, that's the other vibe. <laughs> and that's yeah, great. Love like, it. be honest with us. Tell us about these things. She'll be, she she'll and she'll honestly say like, no, that'll ruin this moment. Or I don't think it works in the journey. Like it'll spoil this or, you know, it'll be too convoluted or whatever she might say which I think is just fantastic because putting your trust in your vendors is so important on the day like although I'm a control freak I'm happy to like let go of control when it comes to you guys doing your thing that's a really great point yeah it is
2: so we're getting Mm. a really good picture of your day did you and Scott have any non-negotiables in terms of the planning
0: that's a really good question I don't think we had any real non-negotiables I think the main vibe that we wanted for the whole day was just a really high vibe good time for everyone we're not interested in fuddy-duddy vibes we're not interested in you know people kind of waiting around or being bored we love the idea of choosing traditions and things that you like and you know playing into them but really just going with what we would like for a party and how we would like, you know, how we like to celebrate. Um, So we're not necessarily, you know, feeling like we're set into some sort of structure. I think, you know, music has been really important to us. Food is also really important to us. For me, I just wanted to um, ensure that everything was, everything felt organized in a way that I could just hand everything over to the vendors and just be like, yep, you do your thing. I'm going to sit back and enjoy.
2: Have, have you felt the pressure with uh, trying to, you're obviously in the music industry. So, I mean, it must be hard picking your DJ and what sort of uh, music you're going to have at your wedding or is that pretty straightforward for you?
0: You know, it was actually really difficult. Yeah,
2: it's either <laughs> yeah. like you really know what you want or you really don't know what you want.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we're actually we're having a DJ and a band. I was super anti-band until we went to one of our best friends' weddings earlier this year. And when she told me they booked a band for the whole night, I was like, oh, my God, no. Like, <laughs> no way. That's so fuddy-duddy. They're going to be singing like, you know, Greece." mashups kind of thing (laughs) she was like no trust me on this they're really good they were at I've seen them at a wedding before I was like okay fine anyway we got there and they were fantastic they were really versatile um they did like really nice acoustic stuff for the aisle and for like the canapes and then they really turned it up and were just doing banging covers of a whole combination of music old and new which for me is really important you know our parents and my grandparents and the people who aren't going to be necessarily wanting to listen to the latest pop songs (laughs) they did a really nice um variety of song selection which I loved um so yeah their name is Master Blaster they're from Newcastle actually and so we've got them. them that's cool yeah yeah they're um yeah I can't wait for you to hear them they're fantastic and then we have booked one of my friends um, who's a DJ from Sydney. His name is Rich Penny, and he is going to be DJing afterwards, so probably from like 10 till 2. And that was really difficult as well because Scott and I love like, I suppose when we're talking about dance music, we love listening to like house and tech and disco, that kind of stuff. Um, and so a lot of the DJs will play, you know, really banging kind of club music or it would be too commercial or too underground. We wanted someone who was going to be the perfect fit of like party and cool at the same time. And yeah, I was just racking my brain for ages and like deliberating. And then, yeah, when I thought of Rich, I was like, oh, this is the obvious answer. Why didn't I think of this before? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, he's amazing. He plays great sets. And I think it's going to be a really nice compliment to kind of mix up the vibe when the band finishes.
2: You you said a few good points about really limiting your vendors, which would help with the budgeting especially, how have you guys found this kind of sticking to a budget when planning?
0: Shocking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that like, seems to be the general consensus.
0: Yeah, like uh, seriously, get a budget and then times it by two and <laughs> then maybe by two again. <laughs> yeah. Like it is, everyone always said to us, weddings are expensive. And I said, yeah, I know. But I didn't really realize how expensive it was going to be. <sighs> Look, I think the my biggest advice would be just get lots of different quotes. The prime example of this was the situation that we had with the caterers. Like I got a heap of quotes that were, you know, like three or four quotes, which were between $200 and $300 per head, which just for food, for me, was outrageous. We had in mind that we wanted to pay just for food like $100 or less per head. And so then we managed to find a few quotes and ended up going with someone that came in at our budget with all the different options that we wanted. But it did take quite a bit of shopping around. Funnily enough, like people don't necessarily get back to you overnight. Like some vendors are really good and others not so much. So yeah, it just takes time, I think. And yeah, I'd really encourage people to get as many quotes as possible especially if you're really trying to to stick to a budget look we're just kind of having the approach of look we're hopefully only doing this once (laughs) so happy to spend the money on vendors and things that we love oh that's another thing I would say as well don't feel like you have to you know spend all this money on things that aren't going to be a big moment for you like for us The wedding cake was like, oh, we don't really care about a wedding cake. And like wedding cakes are like $1,000, if not more kind (laughs) of thing. And so we're thinking we probably won't have one, um, which we don't really mind. And another thing, like invites, say, we were going to do the paper invites until I was doing the math on what it would cost to design them and get them printed and send them out. And it was like a couple of grand. And I was like, well, let's just do a website and then it's more environmentally friendly it's easier to change if we need to postpone due to covid and it saves us a couple of grand there so i think really teasing out what is important to you and sink your money into that and you know if there are traditions or elements of the wedding that aren't as important to you like don't worry about it like i think that that's been really great and it's definitely saved us lots of money thinking oh well that's something that people normally do but we don't really care for that. So let's just suck it. Yeah. And it's been, yeah, a really good thing to save us a lot of money actually.
1: Yeah. I think when you first get engaged as a couple, you kind of like, okay, this is our budget. And then as the planning starts, it becomes more of a bracket, like a loose bracket, like, yeah, oh, we could go, go a bit further that way or decrease on this or yeah. And I think you're spot on with saying traditional... Those traditional elements that have always been traditional elements for wedding, if they're not your vibe, then don't stress. You don't, if it's not up your guy's alley, then you don't need it.
0: Yeah, totally. And I just feel like people, especially with the world of Instagram, you know, they have this idea that everything needs to be done to the nth degree and just everything needs to be over the top. And I just, yeah, I just think it's so unrealistic. So
1: six-month countdown for you guys is officially on, which is exciting.
0: Have, yeah.
1: you f- have you begun the hunt for your wedding dress?
0: Oh, yeah, that's all done. All done, good, <laughs> they're that's both, awesome. they both done. <laughs> you know what, that was the one thing that Danny said when, because she was the first person that we hit up because we'd followed her for a while and we'd seen her work and we just knew that, She had the eye for making what we wanted come to life, I suppose. And she said, look, there's nothing you need to do. The only thing you need to do is sort your wedding dress out. Mm. And because like it was, yeah, we were, when we first started organizing, it was like maybe 11 months out, and 10 months out from the wedding. So it's not been like, you know, an 18 month kind of thing. I went to a place in sydney called the ivory room as a couple of my friends have got their dresses from there and i just wanted to go and kind of try some stuff on see some styles like you know you have if you've never tried on a gown before like a wedding dress which i hadn't i had no idea what i wanted and it ended up just falling completely into place. I had two different bookings there Um, when Nicole, who runs the Ivory Room, got in some new gowns. And I just tried this gown on. Initially, she was like, try this on. I was like, mm, I don't like it, but I'll try it on. It was, um, I put it on and it was just insane. And I was like, yep, this is me. Oh, Done. my God, isn't that oh, wild? Pretty, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I had this idea of what I thought I wanted. Yeah. And... I ended up choosing the exact opposite of what I thought I wanted, which is just mental. So I chose that. And literally then on the same day, she'd brought in a few of the kind of party styles. Both of my dresses um, are by a Melbourne designer called Marquise. Yeah. She's Megan who designs them. It's just fantastic and really has been so easy to work with. That's so good. Well, there you go, gals
1: who are listening. Don't rule out the things that you wouldn't necessarily go for because it might be the one.
0: Yes. Just try everything on. And this was one of the prime things where I started to maybe overthink it. I was kind of Worrying, like, oh, maybe I should go and try on like a hundred other dresses. I had actually booked in other appointments at other boutiques around Sydney when I just tried on those two dresses at my second appointment and loved them. And I just was like, you know what? I'm just making this so difficult for myself by, you know, Overthinking, overthinking it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, at the end of the day, I think there's a lot of pressure on the girl to wear the dress and choose the dress and for it to be like this bigger than ben her kind of thing and i think that that takes away from the fun of the day so like if you try on a dress and it feels amazing and you're excited to put it back on choose that
2: yeah that's been a good theme the uh we've had a, a couple of brides on and they've said that they've ended up you know, shopping around, but they've come back to the dress that they picked out first or second. And that makes
1: you feel comfortable like you.
0: Yes, 100%. And I feel like so many brides I've spoken to have had really kind of uncomfortable experiences Mm. trying dresses on and, you know, whether it's a combination of not feeling like the service was there or feeling like there was pressure to buy stuff or not feeling like they had the attention to detail that's needed when you're making a big purchase like that and yeah Nicole is just insane from the ivory room she's only been doing it for like 12 months the shop's quite new but you know you get the whole store to yourself you can have your friends and your mum come which was so nice that's because it's really lovely to get their feedback yeah and you know you've just got all the time in the world to try on different gowns and yeah for me just having the experience be fun positive and relaxing was amazing and like no hoity-toityness you know like no oh darling you know know, wear a couture designer like you know come in but you know don't touch anything kind of vibe it's not like that at all and yeah nicole was really hands-on with the whole thing and really communicative which once again this is like the theme takes the stress away makes it easy makes it fun and you know that that for me is better than anything
2: yeah nice and has um how's scott going with the does he know what he's going to wear yet or
0: no yeah. and i'm like "Babe, it's stressing what you <laughs> suit out? Seriously? Oh my goodness. I don't know what he's doing. He's been hit up by this amazing suit company that does like bespoke suits. And I'm like, go get an appointment with them. He's like, yeah, yeah, I will. It doesn't take that long to make a suit. I'm like, yeah, okay. But like we're six months off now. So like maybe, maybe sort that out. I don't know what he's going to do. I kind of have a feeling he'll do something pretty out there. But then in saying that he might just do a traditional. Black tux. I don't know. He'll he'll either go fully out there or just like really classy black yeah. tux. I think. Yeah.
1: Beautiful. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot. It is a lot easier for the boys <laughs> to make a decision than it is for the girls. So I'm glad you're you can relax and breathe that you're all sorted. That's good. How did you guys go with finding a happy medium on things that you did disagree on?
0: Yeah, I just communication really. Um, and like we'd have these conversations about the pros and cons and why we had the opinions that we did and I think yeah just being able to compromise is such an important thing as a couple and for me like as I said at the beginning of this chat like being able to compromise surely isn't that what like a lot of Things in marriage are about, you know, you've got two completely different personalities coming together and living your life together. And you're always going to have different ideas and you're always going to have different thoughts. And I think it's really beautiful if you can have different thoughts and understand where the other person's coming from and then kind of meet in the middle somewhere. So, yeah, it's just been about having really good convos. Once again, both of us having an attitude that's relatively relaxed and like anti bridezilla about the whole thing (laughs) um you
1: do not sound like like you've been bridezilla at all
0: well no I'm like I like things to be controlled and organized but at the end of the day I don't really mind if things are one way or another I suppose Yeah. yeah
1: that's a really I've never heard anyone say it like that and I think that that even Eddie and I just looked at each other and I was thinking.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you should get into celebrancy, Dara.
1: Yeah. Like (laughs) you are, you are marrying someone that is not the same as you. They are completely, usually the opposite. So it's, it is kind of like the planning process of a wedding is kind of like the teaser into life. It's like your practice and getting used to compromise. And I think you said it absolutely perfectly. I love how you said that. Yeah, and mm. it's,
2: it's really nice that it, it sounds like you've actually really enjoyed the planning process. Like we're experiencing difficult times with COVID and whatnot, but you're on the front foot. It sounds like you and yeah. Scott are having fun with the planning. Um, yes, you've had your challenges, but you've sort of compromised and work your way through them. And it's it's refreshing and I'm sure that other brides are gonna get a, get a bit that, of inspiration yeah. from um, the process that
0: you've been through. No, oh, thanks guys. It's so nice, yeah. It's honestly been really fun and – but I think that, look, that's just life, right? It is what you make it. Like it can be – it could have been the most stressful thing, bigger than Ben-Hur, like, oh, my God, this is the most crazily expensive, frustrating day of my life to organise. Or you can just kind of make it fun and it's all about your attitude. And I actually think that, you know, the vegan, non-vegan thing has been the issue that's taught me and Scott – that we can have different opinions and still come together and be epic. Like loads of people ask me, oh, how do you go, you know, with a non-vegan partner? And like, yes, absolutely. In the beginning it was hard and frustrating. We had so many arguments about it years ago, but like getting through those arguments and being able to have appreciation for the other person's opinion and point of view and, you know, respecting, respecting that, even if you don't agree with that, has just been, a really epic learning lesson for both of us. Is there a moment that you're
1: most excited about for the wedding day?
0: Yeah, I think there's a couple. Saying our vows and actually getting married is going to be like the number one thing for me. Like actually this wedding thing, like organising it has really made me realise that what a wedding is about. Like at the start I was like, yeah, it's just about having a big party, but it's not. It's about, you know, creating a day to celebrate your relationship and your life and like that's just given me so much more appreciation for the whole thing so yeah I'm so excited for the vows and when we finally get announced husband and wife and I'm just sure I'm going to be a crying mess so I need to like have some seriously waterproof makeup
1: You and um, I are going to get on so well. You sound like a little love bug like me.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, emotional love bug over here. I <laughs> love it. It's so nice. Um, and then I'm really looking forward to the speeches. I think for me that's, like, such a really fun part of a wedding, like, you know, hearing funny stories about, you know, a couple and their personalities and their journey. Like for me at someone else's wedding, that's my favourite part is hearing all the speeches. So I'm really looking forward to that um so pressure's on to all the people that are speaking (laughs) (laughs) that's what we always say though too when
1: we shoot we always Ed and I usually come home we'll talk about the speeches at the weddings that we've shot because we love them so much and we're we are a third party we are not there as
2: you really get to know that during the vows and the speeches you really get to know the. The couple. the couple so it's a special time
0: yeah 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 it it really does you, you know shine so much light on you know the couple and who they are and their journey and i don't know it's yeah something that's i've always been really excited to be able to share with our family and friends and you know we 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 have never had everyone that we love and care about in the room together and obviously hopefully We can get most of them with all this COVID stuff pending, Mm -hmm. but I think that's going to be a really special thing as well to be able to have these stories told and shared with the people who may not have heard them, like, you know, our aunties or our uncles or, you know, the friends that live interstate who we don't necessarily spend that much time with but still have a good relationship with. So I think that's going to be really epic. Absolutely. It's going to be an amazing
1: day and you're amazing. Thank you so, so much for... Coming on today and sharing all of that with us and our listeners, you were wonderful. Yes,
2: thank you.
0: Oh,
1: Pomp for your you. wedding, it's making us yeah, excited. we're so excited. Bring back yeah, weddings! You
0: made me so excited <laughs> after this today. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just like, oh, I'm going to get in an organized more things. How much fun! <laughs> <one?" laughs> oh, so thanks, good. guys. Really all right, bored. bye, guys. I'll talk to you thanks, both really, Tara. really soon. Okay, bye, cheers. love. Bye. bye.